Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hey guys, my name is Danasia. And my name is Faith. Welcome back to season three of Type A Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, living in new cities, working our first big girl jobs, and of course, all things that come with being Type A Black Girls. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Yeah. What's up, guys? Um, so today with us, we have a very special guest. Uh, I want to introduce you guys to Odaro. Wahoo! <laughs> Yay! Sayfu <laughs> never gave me these little sound effects. At all. At all. <laughs> uh, but Odaro, so also known as DJ Daro, because he does DJ on the side, in case y'all need a, a booking. Okay, a little oomph, oomph, yeah. Um, so DJ Daro, me and DJ Daro were um, co-workers back at Coca-Cola in the Coke CA Ambassadors Program. Um, so we met in Atlanta, and of course, you know, all the black people, we kind of just, you know, grouped together, we made a little, little little group together, a little chat. Pretty. And me and Odaro have been in contact ever since. I feel like out of the whole group, I'm really in contact with like you and a few others. So we low-key go way back now. We can say that. For real. That was right. like 2017. Whoa. Yeah, since, yeah, like 20, 20, 2019, 2018, 2019. Oh, 2017 was high school. Never mind. See, <laughs> Oh, no, nah, it wasn't that. I was going to let it slide, but I was like, no, nah, that, that might be too many years in between. It was 2019, yes, because we were in college. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Odaro is not only so skilled in finance, but he's a wealth planning administrator. So he knows what he's talking about. So we just thought, you know, he'd be the best guest for this episode because we're going <laughs> to teach y'all how to make sure your money's not funny. Um, uh, Odaro, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself. Oh, man, that's that's a great intro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Odaris 20, uh, originally from Houston, Texas. Since there's no video, they can't see I'm wearing a Texas Southern shirt. Nice. Because, uh, yeah. You know, it's from the, from the greatest city in America. But uh, I went to Texas Tech University, studied financial planning there. That's where I started DJing. Um, now I live in St. Louis. Uh, I work as a wealth planning administrator at a, a wealth management firm. I really love what I get to do. Uh, I have a blog and a podcast that's currently on pause. Don't look it up. Uh, it's currently on pause. I got to take care of some professional things in life. But outside of that, yeah, just a DJ and I talk all the time. So period. Talk about finances. That's it. Listen, we love to talk. So you're on the right podcast. That part. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to dive in. So basically for context for you guys, we just figured with the new year coming up, First of all, this is also the most expensive time of year. So we know that you guys are probably managing buying gifts and Christmas and Thanksgiving and flights, all the et cetera, because that's what we're doing. Um, so we want to make sure that we leave off this season, which it is our season finale. So yeah. we'll be back yeah. in about a month, but give us some time to get, get the money together. Together. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need some time to relax. This is our time to unwind. Yeah. As y'all know, it's been a rough season for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know they say save best for last, so um, I just wanted hey, to add that in there, too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we just want to provide you guys with as many financial tips as we can before we leave. And hopefully when we come back in January, we can all have our new spreadsheets ready to go. Yeah, that part. Yeah. But let's start off with just asking Odaro um, and, and both of us, but Odaro, for you, what does your relationship with money look like right now in this moment? Do I got to do my RBTs? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I skipped over it. Oh, sorry. Nah, I'm going to edit that out. Okay. So, Odaro, um, if you don't know, we do a rosebud and thorn each season, each episode. So yeah. your rose is something good that happened throughout your week. Your bud is something you're looking forward to next week, and your thorn is something bad in your week. So what, okay. what does your week look like? Okay, so I'll, I'll hit you guys with thorn first. So my thorn um, this week was I couldn't schedule my barber appointment. So I like go on a two-week rotation, and it's yeah. very important for me to hit it on a Thursday or Friday because I got to make sure that I get my 48 hours like during the weekend. Right. So I was trying to schedule a meeting with someone on my team before the last before the last haircut appointment on Thursday went up. And uh, it took him too long to respond. So the appointment went away. So now I'm going to be nappy. So that means I ain't going to be outside this weekend. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be watching football because uh, I can't go outside like this. So that yeah. was a thorn in my week. Um, what else? A rose? I would say a rose. I got new running shoes. Period. So I go to Orange Theory all the time. Like that yeah. is my spot. Yeah, I know. That is like my go-to. I love it so much. But my feet have been on fire because like the shoes I've had, I had them for a while. Yeah. And like they've been screaming out to me of like, man, Odell, you need to get some new shoes. So finally, I went and got some new shoes today and it, it made me happy. And then uh, <clears throat> what I'm looking forward to, uh, what am I looking forward to? I think I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm just looking forward to like more more college football because it's probably like my favorite time of the year. Like watch like different college football games. So I'll probably say like the Ohio state Michigan game next week is going to be a good one. So I see. Yeah. Those are my two or those are my three Rose thorn bush. <laughs> Let me just say uh, me and my coworker were at a dinner and they were talking about college football and just throwing all types of stuff out. And he looked just yeah. lost with me. He leaned over and he said, he's talking about football, right? Because <laughs> I, like, I, so. I don't uh, couldn't tell you. How, make it listen, goal. is Back. it because I don't know if this is offensive, but is it because like maybe <laughs> is it maybe because y'all's like college football team wasn't that good that y'all might not be that invested into it? At the football games, I wasn't there to watch the game. I was just okay. there for the outfits and the pictures. That's look cute, look cute. That's it. It's not at least the truth. You know, no, uh -huh. everybody else scream and listen, uh -huh. football players. That was it. <laughs> yeah, the bus. At looks, least the truth comes out. So, but that's really it. Uh, Faith, what, what are your updates? Because I know you got a story to tell. Girl, okay, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep one of the stories for next season because we don't got time, especially with the uh, with the guest. But I will say, yesterday was my birthday, and that was great. Like. <laughs> Let's just say I understood why the girlies cried on their birthday. I've never cried on my birthday before. And like I said in my in, in the birthday episode, and I cried previously on my birthday because I'm like, I don't got no family here. I don't got no boyfriend to wake up to. I don't got a mom screaming happy birthday and being obnoxiously loud, like banging pots and pans. I don't got that. So my boyfriend was like, you sure you're going to be okay being by yourself? 
oh, waterworks for real. So, yeah, but mm-hmm. on my birthday, I was like, I thought it was going to be good. Went into a work potluck. We have these check-ins, okay? Just every month, you know, the CEO talking to us like we, he know us, you know. Why do they announce layoffs? I'm sitting there like. During the holiday season. You got to be so, be so for real right now. Um, but my section of work is safe. They told me today, but all of yesterday I'm sitting there like, frick. And they said 5% of the company. But the thing is about, I guess everybody was in the chat, like Cisco does such, such great layoff packages. I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) I'm getting laid off, but they honestly do. My, my, uh, my manager broke it down to me today and, um, yeah, they got articles in it. Like I'm in the tech role, which I didn't realize because I don't do no tech stuff. I'm in supply chain, but yeah. But basically my manager was like, keep it hush hush because like, they're not telling anybody who's getting laid off until December 12th. It's currently November 18th. So we got thir- uh, three whole weeks to just wait it out. They gonna have a psychologist on the call talking about some. So in this time of uncertainty, what you should do is make a detailed plan. A detailed plan for what? Being broke on the streets? That's insane to plan for that. Yeah, but my company does have a very good severance package, I've I've realized. And they also have three months that are de- that is designated specifically for you to fo- to interview and find jobs. And you get paid for those three months, which I said, oh, that's good. So it's kind of a balance, but like, it's like, at least it's not Elon cutting off half of the thing, talking about some get, get behind me or nothing. Yeah. All or nothing for real, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And the fact that it's 5%, you know, we have 83,000 people in our company and we ha- there's 4,000 people getting cut, but there's 3,000 open um, positions available. So they're hoping net, there's only 1,000 people getting fired. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. So yeah, that was my big news. There's others, but I'm just, we're going to wait. We're going to keep that on the side, but I posted about it a little bit on TikTok. So look at my TikTok if you really want, you know, to be nosy. But if you don't, well, I guess you got to wait till next season. So what about you, moms? So my update, <clears throat> as y'all know, I, I, first of all, let me just preface this by saying when I reference flaky people, I can be flaky sometimes too, but not in this way. Okay. Let me just say that. Okay, there's there's difference between being busy and then just negligence. Okay, so there was an event I went to and it was hella black people I had met, right? So we've been cool ever since. Everybody talking about we're going to do a dinner. We've been planning this dinner for three weeks, Mm. mind you. Okay, it was in my calendar type. Okay, I I, I told people at work I got to leave at six to get to a dinner by seven. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've been texting the girl that's been coordinating it on Instagram. we shouldn't exchange numbers but she wasn't giving me her number and I don't know why that was the deal but I said okay I guess we'll text via DM so we're going back and forth and she's like oh yeah girl um sorry I don't be on here much but yeah if you want to invite anybody else that you met at the event feel free she tells me that the day of the event I said okay well I can't tell nobody now because now it's looking like I'm being the one that's being last minute and I'm not but either way I said okay cool I'm gonna be there after work the restaurant we were going to was right across from where I work. So I, it was a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. I go there at 7, and I'm looking around. I don't see not an African-American in sight. <laughs> and it's a very bougie restaurant. Didn't know it was that bougie. I'm in there in a bucket hat and puffer jacket. Like, didn't know this was that type of vibe. And I, she's like, oh, what's the name of her? And I give her the girl's name. She's like, oh, no reservation under that name. 
Man, so that's crazy because she definitely coordinated this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to call this girl. I Instagram called her. Do you know how desperate? Now <laughs> uh, you about that ass. <laughs> Instagram called. No, because all these, all these people were looking at me crazy. Like, why is she here? And I was just standing by the door looking awkward. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. I Instagram called this girl like two times. Sick. And I'm like, please let me know if this event is still happening. Are y'all here? Yes or no? I did a lap around the venue and didn't see not not one black person. I said, where are my people? No one. No one. She texted me like an hour later. I gave her about 15 minutes of my time. And I said, and I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And I already came late. I was already like 10 minutes late. And I told her that. I said, I'm going to be late. And nothing. Nothing. So then I go to another restaurant that actually me and Faith went to while she was here in New York. And they talk about it's going to be a, a 40 minute wait to sit at the bar. Because all I wanted was at bra spritz. Like, all I wanted was a spritz and some bread. Like, I didn't want, I'm not asking for much. Um, so that happened. And then the girl finally tested me. Talk about, oh, my God. Everyone else is being flaky. So I just assumed you were, too. So I just canceled the whole thing. And then tell not a soul. I said, girl, don't hit my phone. <laughs> anyway. Did you block her? I didn't, but I was just I was just annoyed. I was just like, I this was this was unnecessary. Um so I say that to say don't leave your house until you know for sure that uh it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't get that, oh I'm on the way to text, when you're on the way, just cancel the plans altogether. They yeah. probably not gonna be there. <laughs> so that yeah, that was my story. It, I don't I haven't had a rose in a in a long time. You really haven't. <laughs> Hopefully next season. We'll see. Hopefully. Oh my gosh. Well, because after once 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 next season comes, you'll be you'll have seen your family by then and your friends. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You too. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, until then, y'all just have to wait for a rose until January. Um, but let's go ahead and kick off this episode. Um, so I wanna ask you guys right now, what is your relationship with money look like? Um, Odara, you want to go first since you're a guest? And then I, <laughs> I thought I was going last. Uh, no, nah, it's okay. I, no. You good? I can do it. Yeah, okay. no, I would say, I'll say, uh, my relationship with money, it looks, uh, I would say it, it looks, uh, what's the right word that I, I want to use for it? Uh, it's interactive, I guess you can say. Like, it's, uh, I don't think it's something that is just like stagnant like never changing because like life is very variable you know what i mean like yeah um so i would say uh the biggest thing that i've been trying to do or that i've like <laughs> forced myself to do is to open up my my bank app every morning to look at my balance yeah because like i noticed that i struggled with like avoidance whenever it came to money so mm-hmm. like i would just kind of like wait until the cl- <laughs> until my card declined <laughs> I'd be praying before every swipe. I'd be like, Father God. Uh, so now, so now, I just I look in the morning. So that's that's my relationship with money. No, that's that's facts. For me personally, I salute you because I'm too paranoid for that. And my biggest fear is like being in the line and the cashier being like, "Oh, ma'am, your card declined." <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. And it's and it's like the busiest time of day. Everybody like. <sighs> you know, because the line, you know, that. 
Now you gotta go transfer from your savings to your checking. Like, yep. That hold you gotta you gotta do the brightness down. Brightness down. Yeah. App, not loading. See, turn off the Wi-Fi. It's a yeah. whole <laughs> You gotta start explaining to people that you got your degree. You're like, nah, I graduated and I got a job. Like, I promise. Not money. I promise. It's just acting up right now. Yeah. Apple Pay is, is acting up right now. I promise. Oh my gosh, you can't see. That's the crazy part with Apple Pay. You can't even lie on the card no more. It's like. There ain't nothing to it. It's just like, dang, ain't nothing to it. Listen, I use Apple Pay like Apple Pay, and so. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. That was good. Uh, no, that was good. That was good. Um, I think now that I'm in, I'm in my grown girl, like, salaried, you know, vibe, era or whatever, this is the first time where I'm just having fun with my money. And I, I feel like having fun with your money looks different for everybody. But for me, like, if I'm like, lip, I want lip gloss. Let me buy four lip glosses so it's in bulk. And it's basically like I'm saving money because at the beauty supply is $2 or 3 or $4. But on Amazon, it's only two per tube. Like, I, I be making very calculated things, but it's still splurging for me. Like, if I'm like, you want that body butter? I'm like, let me add this to my cart. And for me, that's huge because I'm, I'm a very bare bones. What do we need? Not what do you want? What do we need? Um, but I feel like my splurges are legit just everyday regular purchases, like $12, $7, you know, nothing like, let me get a TV. Like, it's nothing insane like that. But, um, it always helps that I've always had an inner dialogue with myself. I don't know when it started, but I'll be like, if, will I die if I don't get this? Like, I got to go to extremes because I'm a very zero to 100 type of person. Um, and that was good when my budget was tight, but now that I'm kind of living in a better situation, like as an adult with adult money, um, I'm living life a little less serious. I've always been serious with myself, especially with money and just life in general. And I feel like as an, as adults, we got a limited amount of time where we not focused on, oh, we got to pay to pay the vet bill or we got to pay uh, aqua tots for the kids. Like this is my selfish era, really. Um, and I live by myself. So as well as like I get my paycheck paycheck to deposit into my savings account and I don't really have things getting taken out of my savings account. So I'm like, okay, phone bill getting taken out. Let me put this in the day before. Y'all go ahead and take that out. So, and it also helps me, granted, I don't be going outside. Y'all know that. But if I do go outside, I got my outside card as well. So I have four checking accounts, two savings, two checkings. And it, it just helps because if there's money on that card, I'm probably going to swipe it. But if it, I'm like, dang, I only got four cents in there. Well, I don't get, I guess I don't got no spending money. So it's just, I've been allotting my money in different accounts, but I've also just been a little lackadaisical with my money responsibly, I guess. Um, and also the app Nerd Wallet is a great way to organize your bills and the dates when they come out and to track your spending and credit score. Cause I love to say, I love to see in the morning nerd wallet, your your score increase, tap to check. Oh, I'm about to check. And it all say when it decreased. And I'm like, right, I don't want to see that right now. What about you, moms? Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I had nerd wallet for a time when I didn't even have no income. Like, why did I have it? What was I tracking? Credit score? Okay. I'm not sure what I was tracking. <laughs> um, but this is the first time where I too have actual big girl money to spend. Um, yeah. and it's kind of a blessing and a curse because it's like, okay, I don't have to really stress as much as I did before in college about money, but also at the same time, lifestyle creep is a real thing. That part. If you let it be, okay, because when you see that money in your account, you're like, Oh, I got money. We going out tonight. Oh, I got money. We doing it. 
And uh, then it's looking like I don't even got no money to do that anymore. You know, by the time you get to the end of the month. And for me, like the payment, my payment cycles requires me to be very strategic in the beginning of the month. Oh, yeah. I'm not like, you know, drinking ice water and eating noodles at the end of the month. That part. Um, so I really, I really had to teach myself that, um, which I honestly started before college. I mean, before, before I got my big girl job in college, but now it, it was like, okay, now this is for real. Like you can't, you can't afford to like not pay your bills because you want, you want to go outside or you want to get a new outfit. Like it don't work like that. Yeah. Um, so now I'm starting to look at, especially for the new year, how much I can put back for savings because I really want to have a solid savings account where I don't have to feel like I have to constantly pull from it for one. Mm-hmm. And if it's ever an emergency, I feel like, okay, I, I can handle that. Yeah. So like base amount, I want to have at least like two months rent in there just in case. Okay. I don't ever want to feel like I'm one paycheck away from being homeless. Facts. Huge facts. You know, so that's really where it starts for me. And since I'm really impulsive, I also have to be kind of zero to 100 with myself about things and be like, okay, girl, if you really, really want this, let's see how you feel about it in three days. And in three days, I'll go back and be like, you know, it wasn't even really that cute of an outfit, girl. It's kind of mid. You don't even, like, for what? You don't really need it. (laughs) So that's kind of how I've been realizing, like, okay, do I want this because I like the retail therapy feeling of pressing purchase and waiting for a package to come in or do I actually need it? And most times it's not that I actually need it. So that's helped a lot. Yeah. Denasia, I was going to, I wanted to add, I feel like one of the, one of my favorite parts of studying financial planning in undergrad, also the one thing in life that I'm a nerd about is money because you know, it impacts every part of our lives. But I feel like people don't realize how emotional like money really is and how it affects like, everything that we do and like the research that like points towards even like companies like Mm. having an initiative to focus on their employees financial well-being because it's like you can't even work like you know like if you have like a financial issue it affects your ability to even like go to work and be a present individual so like even like us talking about like man like that that brings a sense of like anxiety or like i try to like avoid that or like whatever it is like i feel like if people realize like how much their finances affected like their own mental well-being, I feel like it would push people to actually address it the same way that like, you know, if we have any like type of internal traumas, it's like, you should probably go talk to someone, you know, or you should like go get counseling. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of similarities in that sense. So, yeah. No, and honestly, that's I, I feel so strongly about this. People say money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy comfort. Absolutely. Baseline. Like not saying you will be happy if you have enough money in your account to actually cover your lifestyle, but you will at least feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just the basic necessity, honestly. Yeah. Um, But for you guys, how did you even start saving money if let's say most of your paycheck is going towards bills? Like what money are you even putting towards savings? How do you balance that? Uh, I can go first. So for me, um, what my paychecks look like that first paycheck, I got to be very strategic because th- looking at that net paycheck compared to the gross, no, the gross is the overall one. And then the net is everything taken out after taxes. We don't talk about all the Ks, 401Ks, Roth RAs, all the, all that mess. It, I get about half my paycheck in my bank account. So that, that first paycheck goes all towards bills. And then that second paycheck is rent in my I got to add from my first paycheck to my first, second paycheck to make rent. 
So it's real ugly out here and I can't wait for promotion season. But for me, you just got to make a budget and stick with it. Like realistically, if you can only save $20 a week, start there. Um, Right now, it's a bit hard because I'm in my lackadaisical responsible money era. So like after paying off debt, because, you know, I think in season two, we talked about our our money goals, our six month money goals, which please happen into next season, Um, paying off my debt. Plus those early in the in the week in the month bills and setting aside money for the late in the month bills, maybe a little thrifting or some ice cream or hot Cheetos. And that's really about it. Um, right now I stopped saving because I'm like, I'm not really getting much in my bank account after taxes and contributing to my retirement account. So I'm kind of living wild and free. Um, but I'm gonna start saving big once I pay off all my debt, and probably I feel like I'll be debt free in March or April. My plan was December, but it just—I got tired of just paying debt every first paycheck after everything. Like it just got really tiring. It felt like me working really—I got no benefit out of it. So I needed to—I I had to get a little bit. Okay, let's have some fun, and we—that debt's always gonna be there. So let's let's pay off the things that are accruing interest and the things that aren't. They can sit there for a bit. Um, but yeah, like for me, it don't make much sense to save if you got a lot of debt. And that's really what it is for me. And right now I paid off majority of it, but there's still a couple thousand there. So uh, what about you, moms? Um, yeah, for me, I really have to start small too. And honestly, that's just because I want to learn how to manage my money without feeling like I have to put everything towards savings. Yeah, because... I have a tendency to do that. And I'll be like, oh, no, I'm broke the whole time. I got money in savings. I just don't want to spend it. Mm-hmm. So I really have to. And for context, I get paid on a monthly basis. What? So I get paid. Yeah, I get paid at the end, the last day of every month. Whoa. Which is good for me because I know up front starting day one. That's amazing. Month, what my month will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really good for me because I can just budget accordingly from there. Yeah. And I don't have to like allocate half a paycheck here. half pay- Like it, it works out well for me unless I don't budget well in the first half of the month, yeah, <laughs> Not, like, you know, fighting for my life for the last 15 days. Um, but I would say also start small for what you can start putting away just to build that mindset up. Like for me, I would be like, okay, let me at least just put away a hundred dollars each paycheck. Just, yep. just start because I've only had so many corporate paychecks as far. Yep. But like, let me just start small. That way I get into the habit of mm-hmm. putting money away and not having to suddenly when I hit, let's say my February paycheck, throw in like 500 in the bank and feel like it's a huge loss because it's going to me, but I'm not spending it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And also I would say use a side hustle for your saving money mm-hmm. or even your money if you will like use a side hustle as like okay this is my retire early fund this is my laying on a beach at 40 fund yeah and put that money away for that um I think that's honestly what I'm gonna do is put away all types of side hustle money to the side that way I at least know I have a source of income just for savings mm, that's good that's good oh man so I got a good story to, to Ooh, add to this I love a story so so whenever I graduated and left, uh, left Lubbock and moved to St. Louis. This was January of 2021. What a good time. Uh, and I still had two leases. So I had my lease here in St. Louis, and I still had my lease back in Lubbock. So I was paying double rent for like my first six months of working. And and to make matters even worse, I ain't going to fully disclose all this because I ain't comfortable enough talking about it. But 
my my pay with my first six months at my new job was docked. So like my salary was like decreased from what it was supposed. Man, when I tell you, what your boy was living tight. Um, so there were like several times where like I would drive like 10 plus hours back to Texas to like DJ weddings. So I could like have some extra income on the side. Um, but all in all, what was I doing? I whatever like whatever room I had with my finances, I would save it. You know, like even if it was like $25, $30. And I know like it might not feel like it's a lot, but it's like, man, like you all know how money works. Like you, you know part. the feeling of whenever your car declined and you had to try yeah. to call your parents or a friend and ask them for, you know, an extra 50 or 30. And it's like, at least I can cover one of those expenses if that comes up, you know? So that's honestly what I was doing in, in that time frame. Uh, but then after like I got a little bit more situated, um, the way that I dealt with my savings, which I'm a huge fan of this, is like it's called a reverse budget. And it's basically where like you pay for everything on the front end, um, even if it hasn't like happened yet. If they haven't pulled it from your account, you just like save that. And it's like whatever else is in excess, you get to just spend, you know, because like you've already saved for your savings. You've already like saved for your bills already saved for the things that are like fixed but then like whatever's left you don't have to really have the anxiety of like you know worrying about swiping your card because you know that everything that you've already planned for or you need is already taken care of and i feel like that was always kind of like a an easy an easy way of like dealing with like my finances so i didn't have to like always think about it like on a daily basis because it can be kind of exhausting you know so yeah No, that's a really good idea. And honestly, I feel like that gives you peace of mind the rest of the month. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, oh, I already paid off all the important stuff. And I got money in the bank that I already set aside for mm-hmm. laying on the beach fund. So it's like, yeah. at that point, I could do whatever I want. Life swipe revolution. I feel guilty about it. Because I feel like also with money, there's it's very easy to feel guilty, especially if you grew up in a family or a mindset where like, why are we doing unnecessary spending? Oh, yeah. Huge facts. You got McDonald's money, and uh, it was looking one. You get yeah, you get to have one thing off the dollar menu. That's it. Listen, so- I I think my saving journey started early because I had a McDonald's fund. I said, "Oh, she's not gonna catch me with no McDonald's money." <laughs> We're gonna have McDonald's money in cash, baby. It might be quarters, but it's gonna be cash either way. Here. <laughs> no, I had I used to have beef with my because my parents were like just so African. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would get so annoyed because like my dad would just be so unnecessarily cheap. You know what I mean? So like growing up, it almost like I created the reverse. Like I started spending out of like spike. I was yeah. like, nah, like <laughs> I don't want to deal no. with this no more. But for real, like it's giving uh you know the dad off everybody hates Chris. Absolutely. <laughs> Julius. Julius. Is giving Julius. It's giving Julius. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I feel like being a Julius is exhausting. I'm not gonna hold you. That was me. That man is constantly stressed. All of college, <laughs> I was. I live with my sister, and I literally be like, she'd be like, "It's cold." I'm like, "Get underneath them covers. We're not turning on air." <laughs> and then when, when I said, "You know what? You want to turn on the air? Then you pay for it." She got mm-hmm. up <laughs> quickly too. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. The process of moving. I'd be like, why is that light on? Oh, oh. I got I, all these windows. Oh, I oh, 
I, if I have more than one line on, I'm like, do we think we're rich? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and my sister's like, don't put that in out in the world. You are rich. Like, she's very, she kind of reminds me of Dr. Umar sometimes when she, she'd be like, <laughs> that in the air. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I just, I'm trying to save that money. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she'd be very, she's like, you don't, you don't say that. I'm like, okay. That's on me. My bad. Mm-hmm. Making points. I don't care what nobody say. He be right about some stuff. <laughs> I like how you said some. <laughs> not all. Like you say, oh no, stand ten toes. Not all. I'm, I'm sitting on five toes, not ten. Not ten. <laughs> I'm gonna start seeing things in threes like him. <laughs> Bro, that's actually that's actually really funny. This is random. My brother posted a picture with him and his wife. On IG, he said ten toes. <laughs> he just put ten toes, and a whole bunch of these like old moms were like, "Oh my gosh, is this a baby reveal?" He said, "Bro, get up out my comments." He said, "Get up my comments. Get out my comments. We ain't finna do none of that. It's a baby reveal." The aunties on Facebook don't know better. Ten toes, man. Stay on Facebook. That's all I got to say. Listen, I downloaded the app personally. I mean, I deleted it. Moms, it's so stressful. Yeah. Own mental health, bro. Get a, you either get a gender reveal, a pregnancy scare, not a scare, but like the little black and white image, you know, and or a wedding announcement. With the little basket and, and, and the can't wait to the, meet you. Yeah, I can't wait to meet you. Or, or he's, he's getting a sister and it's a dog. They're not <laughs> siblings. They're not. <laughs> Yo, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That was really good. Mom yeah, told no, listen, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. I still be on Facebook because I'm messy. <laughs> Y'all got me messy. <laughs> I still be trying to, I be trying to make up for them from some of my friends in high school. I'm like, look, man, y'all remember when y'all curved me? Look at me. Not <laughs> a revenge post. A revenge. Nah, it's not even like I'm revenge posting. I'm just looking at their lives. You know what I'm saying? And I'm stacking it as a comparison. You know. Feel that I'm not even gonna hold you. A lot of the people that were like it in high school for show peaked. They left. They started and left it there. And they might be pregnant. Is that? Ain't no way that's him. It's a science. To this day, I'm thankful to God that I did not win homecoming king. I'm like, man, like, because if I would have won, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have set you up for for failure. Not a single promposal. No, no, I wanted a promposal so. Did real bad. I wanted him Wait, to come under them. I wanted See, him to this is, have an orchestra. Yeah, y'all should have dated some black men from Texas. You know what I'm saying? We was out there. <laughs> we was out there deep. on Twitter. The videos, bro. Yeah. Like, I've seen promposals better than like a good chunk of engagement videos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm not gonna hold you. We all know that the goal is eventually that was crazy. We all know that the goal is eventually crazy uh it's eventually early retirement how can people in their 20s maybe even early 30s start saving now to get there um moms you want to go first yeah um i would say the best bet honestly i'm probably not the best person about this because i haven't started my roth ira but i want to start it in january i see so um i would say for me roth ira is the way i'm gonna go and also contributing to a 401k but i have to look at that more in depth because 401ks kind of scare me not gonna lie when yeah. Faith was telling me about how much they was taking out, I was like, baby, I want to retire early, but like that bad, I'm not sure. 
I might just tough it out till 65 in that case. That part. Tuh. They be taking it all out. Okay. Yeah. You know, but I also, I also feel like in that same breath, retirement is kind of scary because what I'm going to do when I don't got no purpose. Mm-hmm. That part. Like, you know, like lying on the beach is fun, but I know I'm going to get bored pretty quick. So it's mm-hmm. like, am I going to be a philanthropist? What am I going to do? That's very far out there. But also at the same time, like, I like, I like to work when I enjoy what I'm doing. I see. Honestly, realistically, I'm thinking that money's going to be spent on spoiling my grandkids, going on vacations. Like, my grandma then told me she watches all of the reality shows, all the reality TV. I'm talking about Housewives of Potomac, Housewives of that, how much of that, all the Hallmark movies. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm living life. You know, I didn't raise all these kids, uh, raise even some grandchildren. I'm relaxing, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't the same thing because she it was a pastor's wife so like that is not really the same but still she did she did some work behind the scenes you know and now she can lay down all she gotta do is cook once no three times every day which is crazy for my grandpa but hey that's her purpose right now very much wow and my grandpa be eating it up talking send us picture in the group chat look at my wonderful wife made me <laughs> not the plate <laughs> now you know we you live in vegas we do not live there do Thanksgiving plates three times a day is crazy. Yeah. And my grandma would just eat like a croissant and some coffee and be like, that's my breakfast. What? <laughs> like this. Old time. He got yams, potatoes, tomatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese, like the whole nine. But so for me, um, contributing to your 401k as early as you can, I feel like it's very important. Granted, it just, if you want to be irritated, look at how much they're taking out. But like, and in the beginning, just to see if they're taking out the right percentage, because sometimes they make it messing up on HR, but like, um, as well as your Roth RA. So 401k, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Adaro, 401k is pre-tax. So they'll tax you once they take, once you take it out and Roth RA taxes you once you put it in there. So when you take it out, you get all that money. Um, also contribute however much makes sense for you right now. Like I told my friend, initially I was contributing 10% to my 401k and nothing to my Roth. And he was like, dang, only tw- only 10? I contribute 25% of his paycheck. I'm like, well, I don't make software developer money. How about that? Okay. So that I have to live within my means, you know, so contribute however mu- much makes sense for you. Um, also see if your company matches 401ks because that's a really big deal. When you're trying to search for jobs, mine is 4.5% 4, 4. and I contribute 6%. So in total, 11% is con- getting contributed to my 401k. I also contribute 4% to my Roth. Um, but And they take the taxes out before. So it's even more. And I'm sitting here like I'm about to scream. Um, also look into high interest rate platforms or savings platforms. That'll be my Q1 goal. Like just the money I do save. Those type of platforms take one to three business aid to take out. So once it goes in there and you get declined at Walmart, there's no taking it out, not even four feet. So it's really like what's in there just is very untouchable. You know, what's in another app, not in Bank of America, it's in my Affirm app. So that'll be my Q1 goal. And the percentage is 3.25 yearly. So I feel like that's a pretty high percentage rate. Um, but yeah, this will be my rainy day fund because retirement is a ways away. And being an adult, always there's always a wrench thrown in my plans and i've realized as an adults cars kids and pets are some of the biggest expenses and i don't have any other three so i'm good but you know 
But honestly, like family might be like, hey, I know you like to save, like da 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 da. And I'd be like, am I that? Is that my position in the family? Like y'all reaching out to me? We gonna need to sign documents. Like I'm gonna need clear cut, <laughs> like the whole nine. Okay, we need the Carfax. Okay, um, so yeah, that's that's me. But now that uh, Danaja did say her goal for like that, like January, um, was to I think you were saying two months rent. I am low key one paycheck away from not being able to afford my entire rent. So that's I was trying to figure out what my goal was. But yeah, two months rent is a great rainy day, rainy day savings fund to have. Plus, yeah. but like just a base, yeah, I, that's doable by the summer. I feel like that's doable for me. Yeah, I just think like like I just think of an apocalypse happening or something yeah. really bad. Like I feel like the pandemic looking traumatized me. Like I, who knows when the next outbreak or something crazy is going to happen? Yeah, and like even you bringing up layoffs, like it's crazy how quickly that can change. And that's you don't even know. So yeah, that's kind of like having your own severance package on your own. Mm-hmm. Huge. Man, I'm I'm gonna try not to ramble on this because I feel like I have a thousand things to say. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, a few things. One, I would say, oh man, it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens once we all get older. Because a part of me doesn't think I don't think that retirement will look like what it's looked like in the past. I see. Because you know, like kind of like you said, Danasia, it's like you know, what are you gonna do with your time? And a lot of people, like I've seen it with even like clients in the past of of them like losing cognitive like abilities like once they leave work like they're not as sharp anymore and like the reality is like some people just like working you know like i i feel like we might not acknowledge the fact that a lot of people find joy in having a routine and like just something to do so if anything like whenever i think about like saving for my future self i more so think about like saving for like my 40s and my 50s so if that's like you know taking like taking off like a two year sabbatical in between like oh. when my kids like go to college or like my kids are in high school, like so I can really be involved mm-hmm. during that time frame or even additionally, like to start a business, you know, like which is probably one of the one of the greatest assets to have in like our economy is like just a business because of a lot of the, the different like tax implications. Yeah. Um, And then also I would just say for like people who are in their 20s, like oh my gosh, I can't even think of how many blog posts say this, but like just start early and just like do something because like even the smallest amount, whenever you think about all the time that you have until you're like 50, you know, there's just so much growth that you can really take advantage of Mm -hmm. uh, or really like your money would be able to take advantage of for like no work. And, uh, And then also with the 401ks, so with every, well, most 401ks, depends on like your company, but you either have a pre-tax or a Roth option. So you can still like contribute Roth to your 401k. Um, But one thing that I think sometimes we don't consider whenever we think about like our early retirement with like a lot of like Roth accounts or your 401ks, like you can't access those until you like hit 59 and a half um, without like the penalties. So like, even though there might not be the taxable like advantage inside of just like a traditional investment account. I mean, if you want to like have access to like large, a large portion of your financial resources, if that's a desire of yours, you have to like make sure you like invest in some assets that you can actually touch um, before you reach your qualified retirement age. All right, now I feel like I'm talking boring. 
So no, I'm a, this I'm is, this is you saying that. No, you saying that just reminded me that another goal of mine was to also invest in property soon and invest in it as early as I can, because I feel like that's probably the best thing you can invest in besides like stocks. Yeah, I would owning like an apartment complex or something would be like a goal of mine. Yeah, and, like, not because I just want to be a landlord. <laughs> I just feel like I'd be a great landlord. I'd be like, yeah. like you know, just visiting my people. Oh, your toilets, bro, bro. We gonna have a maintenance man on there today, today, tonight. Actually. You know, I, but, I um, will. If you're starting small, though, like if you're doing a condo, like how I did it, um, we have this thing called chickenomics, where basically all the people just be putting all day money advice and stuff in the in our uh, in our Cisco chat or whatever. And they were saying, I was like, yeah, like I didn't realize. I basically gave them the rent that would cover my HOA and my my mortgage, but I didn't realize HOAs went up. So now I'm covering a portion of my tenant's cost. Mm-hmm. It's still under a business, so I can, it's a business expense, but I didn't even, nobody tells you these things until just my property manager was like, hey, the money that they give us is not covering HOA and mortgage. So you have to add money to it because he has to get paid too. When I'm sitting here like, I'm about to throw up. But realistically, buying property, you're not really going to see return on your investment until that mortgage is paid off. If you're if you're doing like if you're not trying to be a landlord, well, of a whole bunch of apartments, just like one apartment or one condo or whatever. And I'm like, dang, when is that mortgage going to be paid off? Like I it's going to be a bit, Um, but it'll it'll be worth it in the end. But it's going to be some years. I'll say that. It's definitely a long-term investment. And honestly, even if you have like, let's if you live in a city or an area that's very high traffic, if you can afford to rent out a space you own as an Airbnb, look into that as well. Because the Airbnb lady that I stayed with when I first got to New York, she was making bank off of basically offering almost like medium-term leases where you can stay in the Airbnb for like a month and a half. And she didn't charge as the same amount as like, essentially if I paid rent there, but it was much cleaner and less, less mess overall. Cause I'm doing it through Airbnb. So it's essentially like she's having the place rented out, but just different tenants every like two months, mm-hmm. which I, I thought was amazing. And she rented out each floor. So like the first floor was she renovated to be a mini studio and did the same with the last two floors. So it was like three different incomes coming from just one building, one house technically. Yeah. yeah. And then she set up locks that way no one from the upstairs can come downstairs or vice versa. So, I mean, technically it's the security of having, it's just like having an apartment complex where you can't go into obviously the person next to you's apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I I mean, I don't think any of our listeners got like a house on hand (laughs) that get rent out. But even if you have a room, look into that. If you have a room in a house that you're trying to rent. Be safe. Yeah. I would would add that, man, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer, but I would add, that people should just be like honest with themselves uh, whenever it comes to their finances in the sense of like, just do the math, you know, like if you want to have like $10,000 in your savings account, by like a certain amount of time, you divide it by how many months you have until then. And like, see if you can actually live within those means, you know, like, can you still like live a life that you want to live and still like save that amount? And if you can't do that, then that's not a realistic goal for you. You know, like, I know it can be easy for us to like have dreams of what our lives might look like in the future financially without actually realizing that that starts now and like how our spending actually impacts that. And our lives right now does matter. It doesn't mean that we should just like live 
in a cardboard box. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's a good point. Like you have to be realistic and not feel like, oh, I didn't do a good job of saving because I didn't hit 10K when in reality, the 10K just didn't even fit what you're getting paid. Yeah. Maybe and, you can only pay five. And what is that five to 10K being? I feel like you need a goal. Like we just hold in 10K for fun. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it needs to be a goal. Like is it a down payment on a house? Is it, I don't know. That, that's that's honestly the main goal in my mind. Like if I'm saving that much, that is a, it's a down payment on a house. Yeah, for me, it's like, am I saving that money to get a car? Am I making a big purchase, essentially? And yeah. I think also assigning whatever you're saving for, for a potential big pur- purchase can also make you feel more motivated. Because I'm like, oh, I'm saving because I want that Audi. Yeah. You know, in my head, that helps me. Because it's like, okay, there's a reason why this money's being saved. It's not just sitting in my account for nothing. Mm-hmm. And on that note, too, when you're spending um, my someone that is close to me that is very good with her money explained to me that she rarely pays for things outside of her credit card and she pays it off immediately because she's like, if you're going to spend it anyway, at least get points back on it. You're essentially getting free money for making the same payment you're going to pay with your debit card. So mm-hmm. why not get points back on it? And yeah. I don't know if that was like her, her just spitting Bible to me or something, but that was life changing. I was like, you are so right, girl. <laughs> Like, I should probably do that. But yeah. that also takes discipline of knowing that you need to pay your credit card bill off. That part. If you are not fiscally sound enough, and if you don't got it when you swipe the credit card, you for sure won't have it when the credit card yeah. bill is due. Yeah. I got to be very cognizant. Okay, when is that bill due? When do I get paid? What is that paycheck for? Okay, am I going to have enough money? Or does it... Is will the APR get in my way? And y'all, I didn't know what a variable APR was, but one of my friends basically, it's a what it's an APR that goes up and down. So on your credit card, if you have a balance after that day, you know, you get charged that percentage. So the lower your credit score goes, the higher that APR goes. Imagine they're preying on your downfall, bro. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. I'm already, my credit score is already low. Why are you charging me more? I don't got it. If I don't got it, I don't got it. But they don't care because you already you signed up. You should look at the terms and conditions. So please read the terms and conditions before you get a credit card. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. And we're, we're really jumping the gun into the credit card discussion and credit discussion overall. Yeah. But on the point of them preying on your downfall, I think the most backwards thing is getting an overdraft fee. I already don't got it. And you gonna charge me thirty dollars for not having it? Listen, listen. You call. You said I had COVID and I wasn't could not access my phone. You gotta be proactive in these things. Don't let it happen too much. But I, I, Lola was like, yeah, just just call him. He's like, don't stress. Just call and say you were sick and you didn't have access to your phone. And they'll just be nice and they'll switch it over. I said, that's crazy because the, the amount of times that like in college the Spotify. Or like <laughs> the Spotify, like a little small subscription would take. Man, Spotify would take your last six dollars. And Apple Pay, not Apple Pay. I Apple swear Pay. they they be doing it on purpose. I swear they know the time. I'm like, bro, y'all are wicked, bro. Like, uh, she had a bad day. Take that last couple dollars. <laughs> she can't get okay. something. Go ahead and take that Spotify out. Oh my god, I'm just so grateful that I am still on my parents' Netflix. Hulu, Disney, maybe all of them. I, Shout I'm, out. Paying that. 
I'm not paying that till I'm married. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> I only I only pay for Netflix. And Lola's talking about some. Can you get the one where it has 1080? You get what you get and don't throw a fit. But I'm, you know what? You pay for Funimation. You pay for Crunchyroll. You pay for Hulu. You pay for Disney Plus. The least I can do is you know make it easy on your eyes. Because mm. he's a tech guy. He's like, oh that yeah. that that, uh, that looks like trash. It looked good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I'm about supporting black men, so I, I'm with it. <laughs> Come on. Y'all like attitude and screaming, actually. <laughs> the best ways to start building up that credit score. And Odara, what let's let's have you get into that. This is your, your moment. This is yeah. this is my bat. Uh, this is, I'm supposed to start hooping. I so uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I would say, uh, man, what are, I would just, it's going to sound like maybe not like rocket science, but I would say know yourself because like some people, like you're just going to be a little bit more susceptible. Is that the right way to say it? Susceptible to like overspending or maybe not like really keeping up with your credit card and credit card companies know that, you know, like that's just the reality of it. And it's not even just credit card companies. It's credit score rating companies and uh, financial institutions just in general. So, like, if you know that that's not within you on a consistent basis to pay something with your credit card and then take the money out of your checkings account, like, don't do that. Because then you're going to put yourself in a situation where you're then worse off than where you really started. But I would say a a few things like, one, if you are, like, good with money management, um, I would take advantage of several different lines of credit. Because the more lines of credit that you have that you're actually paying off on a consistent basis can help boost your credit score. Um, Second would be like keeping like a low utilization rate, which is like, you know, if you have like a, let me just use easy numbers of like, if you have like a thousand dollars, if you have a thousand dollar limit on your credit card, like don't max it out. Like don't max it out to a thousand dollars because what that's saying to like the financial institution which I feel like sometimes this helps people understand it. It's like you're basically screaming to them that you need a thousand extra dollars a month. And yeah. that to them means I don't want to give you the money, you know, because like they don't want someone who actually needs it, you know, theoretically. Um, so like keeping like your utilization rate, like I think usually people say like 40 to 30 percent um, of your of your credit limit. And then uh, what's something else I can say with your credit? I would just say like credit's important because um, like sometimes you need like loans and you need like money that you technically don't have to make bigger purchases like a home or to purchase a car. Um, or, I mean, we're talking about like saving for the future. Like what if one day you want to like buy into a business, like you're going to need to get a business loan. You know, they're going to look at the financial records that you have, like from the last like seven years, you know? So mm-hmm. even if you think about like graduating, you're 23, by the time you're 30, like some of those things that you did early on in your first couple of years out of college are still going to be there, you know? So yeah, I would say those are some different things you can do with the credit score, I guess. Love. Credit. No, that's a good point also about like them looking at the history of your credit and the purchases you made and how well you've been with money for the past five plus years. Because I think some people think like, oh, I'm only 21. They're not going to look at this when I'm 40 trying to buy a house or whatever age you're looking to be financially stable. But like that will haunt you. Yeah. In the long run, for real. 
And it's better to show consistency and being stable from the moment you even have the opportunity to have a good credit score. Mm-hmm. And then go from there rather than like going down and having to build yourself back up and prove that you are now someone that's capable of paying off loans because they're not going to buy it. And, and, that, and one, other, oh, yeah. one other thing I was going to say, uh, like it's sometimes a little difficult for me, like talking about, I guess like some money techniques because like I like actually get to see people's like bank statements or like their their financial records and I've just come to realize man people be lying about their money <laughs> you know what I mean like no cap like your friends can tell you whatever they want to tell you but like I'm not saying you shouldn't believe them but like man take it with a grain of salt because some people are not as uh people are, are maybe not as financially secure as they maybe make it out to be um, or you might not know like their family history. Like some people might have more money from their parents than you really know. Like you're over here trying to keep up with someone mm. who like mm. is making the same amount of money as you, but like you don't know that they're actually getting like a five hundred dollar you know distribution from a trust. Like and you know like I don't know. There's just yeah. you just don't know people's like financial situations is really what I'm trying to get at. So some people can be like selling you a bag of lies and like they're making it sound easy. Because they actually had help, which there's nothing wrong with having help. I hope I can help my kids with their finances that part. one day. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's I just wanted to add that. That, oh my gosh, it's especially being in like, like seeing people in New York now. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize how many trust fund babies there really are. What? There's a lot of them. There's a More lot of them. Now. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just I never grew up in that environment. Yeah. But like, you're literally getting paid for existing just because your family got it. Like, it's just really hard for me to wrap my head around that. And people really live that type of lifestyle, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But also something that I look to, like, okay, I want to build generational wealth for myself, for my family. Like, that's something I want to attain to eventually one day. I just got to work to get there. Mm-hmm. Can uh, I ask you all a question, actually? Yeah. Yeah. I've always uh, I've always been curious of uh, how other people, like, perceive this. Like, you know, whenever you hear someone like Shaq, you know, talk about like his money isn't his kid's money. Like, how do y'all feel with like that sentiment? Like, how do you feel like parents should talk about their their financial well-being or their wealth um, in translation with their children? Um. So growing or how would y'all do it? That's probably more so what I'm curious about. I feel like we have to go. Well, for me, I have to talk about how I was raised and how, you know, the parent, my the parent who has the money is my dad. But he's very selfish with it. And his thought process is, um, I don't do any handouts. Granted, I am, I was the child who, you know, never did no wrong, paid, like, he didn't help with no college. He didn't help with no clothes. He didn't help with no, barely with any movement. You know, he is very big on no handouts because he grew up, his parents couldn't give him handouts. But it was different because all his parents could afford was hot dogs from Circle K. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the same. Now, for me, um, with the man that I'm with, I do plan on starting a family with him. Not no time soon. Don't get no gender reveals. Okay. But (laughs) none of that. Okay. Um, No powder. But I, we have talked about it. And I think he wants to splurge on our kids a bit more. I think I also do need to go to like money therapy because I'm like, well, I would be okay with, you know, paying for their apartment, but only with stipulations, you know, like I'll pay for your apartment as long as you keep a job or um, I'll pay for your tuition as long as you pay for this. Like it's a, I would say, 
I'm I'm not we're not spoiling all the way, but I do need to make sure I need to work hard right now to make sure my family has it easier than I did cuz I I had to work hard. It's gets given dreams and nightmares. I would say that. Okay. That's that's really what not not you know like it was very house to house like like stepdad to stepdad like I just kind of want to give my family a different life. You know what about you moms? Yeah, no, I I think especially like with my family, like my parents tried the best they could to really try to set me up. And I I appreciated that. And I think that for my kids, I just really don't want to get them caught in that bubble of feeling like, oh, I don't ever have to worry about money because my parents will provide for me. Yeah. Um, Because that's also a bubble that can happen. I don't know if you call it privilege or you call it like uh, you never had to experience struggles, so you don't really know how to handle it if it hits you. So I want to always be the parent where I will take care of my kid. But if I sense that it's giving spoiled or it's giving like they don't have any concept of the real world, then it, I might have to go back to the drawing board and figure something else out. Yeah. Or, or have them still work. And I'm kind of like that safety net just in yeah. case. Like you always know I'm there. Yeah. And I, I just think about like like people that have really made it big, like Bill Gates. I think him and his wife, like they don't plan on giving their kids anything. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they they want to give it all to charity. Now, granted, I understand that they're like, oh, we want them to work and earn their their title, but also they have that Gates last name. They you did enough, to be honest. Now you think about it, yeah. Teach them to be humble and to work for things, but in the same breath, they literally have nepotism at their fingertips. So I think stuff like that is a little bit harder to say because like Shaq's kid, he going to get to say, oh, my daddy Shaq. And that kind of helps him get into a door much quicker than someone who doesn't have that older last name. Um, so for me, like I don't plan on being famous anytime soon. But if I am, that's not a problem, universe. <laughs> I'm going to be famous on a beach, okay? Hey. But actually more more wealthy than famous because fame yeah. comes with a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. But I say, say that, I want to make sure my kids are set up and I'm, in a, I'm for sure spoiling my kids, but not to the point where their mentality is spoiled and they don't know how to appreciate things yeah. or they are, have no concept of how the real world works because they've just had everything handed to them. Yeah. So it's going to have to be a balance for sure. Mm-hmm. I just want to have enough money to get beard implants. That's really it. That's what I'm trying to say. Crazy. I'm trying to get some beard implants. That's that's all I want to say for. I'm trying to. There's like this doctor out there in Belgium. Listen, I did my research. <laughs> when they see me with that James Harden on, what? You're going to Belgium? Listen, when when I pull up with that James Harden, don't even ask questions. Don't the even James ask questions. Harden beard is crazy. Crazy. What? Nah, I'm gonna have it though. <laughs> I'm gonna have it. Now that's now that's a savings goal. Okay, <laughs> that's a goal. Okay, listen. Yeah. Like, I just think about with that thick old beard. What? It's going to be crazy. Yeah, no, I'm it's sorry. It's crazy because people be saving up for like plastic surgeries and stuff. <laughs> so that's you saving up for a beard. Uh-huh. <laughs> I respect it. That's, I I like, it. that's probably one of the best savings goals I've ever had because it's targeted. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, absolutely. I'm so dead ass. Like, that's a really good goal because you know exactly what you're saving for. It's not like, oh, I might want that. Like, you're certain. Very certain. I want a beard, and that's the whole nine. Whole James, James Harden. Okay. All gonna connect. No more beard rollers. I ain't doing no. <laughs> 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 I all the products. 
No, the way they allow people to get like hair implants for like on your head, 30 inch for me personally. I ain't never going long. 30 inches. Long hair don't care. Hang time. <laughs> That's crazy. But I have hang time, but like I wanted 30 inches. Yeah. From myself. But the way you hate sitting on your hair on the subway. Oh, that's true. That is an unknown. Let me just say, that is something that took me by surprise. I didn't realize how much I would hate sitting on the subway with one, my bare thighs, if I was wearing shorts, or two, if I have long braids and sitting on them. Oh, my God. I just feel like I was just collecting bacteria in my braids. I'd be sick. And was. I was Lysol in my, my braids. and not even going to hold COVID on them. Okay. <laughs> but back to it um i will say pay off your debt um for me my mom has always said spend 10 30 percent of your credit card and i feel like it's people say that just so they don't hit that 40 percent. but i will say i'm an advocate no i'm a victim of when the holidays come i start swiping my credit card for the past two years 2021 and 2019 so I have my credit card and I didn't pay that balance off until the spring summer after swiping. I'm like, oh, my mom needs a tennis bracelet. And my my dad, I'm getting a press for everybody. Also, because it's the holidays, be very selective on who you're getting gifts for. Mm. Right. Honestly, because we in a recession, air quotes, next year, y'all getting birthday presents or Christmas. So I just need y'all to pick so I can allocate my money wisely. Mm. Okay. And if your your birthday's in December, I'm sorry, baby. It's one or the other. One or the other, Buckaroo. <laughs> okay. Um, but for me, um, I'm almost quite a credit card debt free. Um, uh, I but I paid three hundred dollars off, and my credit score jumped twenty seven points. And their wallet said your credit score jumped. I said, bro, say less. It's real ugly, right? It's getting it's, it's getting very ugly right now. I can't wait till my credit score is pretty because I ruined it. Oh, I get on my nerves. But you know, this is your twenties. That's all I gotta say. Um, and yeah, just really look into the credit score vibe because I always said, oh, I'll never go into debt. Like I'll only spend ten to thirty percent. And then when time push come to shove, all you got is to swipe your credit card. So it's a reality. But um, moms, what's some of your best lo- low maintenance side hustles? So I need to find good low maintenance side hustles in New York. But previously back in Vegas, Instacart and DoorDash will do it for me. Every- Mainly because I just, I would say Uber, but I just don't like people in my car. Yeah. They be doing crazy stuff back there. I can't look at them all the time. <laughs> I'm driving. I just don't know what you're doing back there. And I don't like that. Um, so I would say that personally for me. Now, the DoorDashers and the Uber Eats people here be on bikes. Me, personally, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting your meal on the back of my seat and, 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 and cycling through the city no. dodging taxis to get, you to, no, to get you that chicken nugget of fries. I'm not doing that, personally. So I got to find something different. Um, I'll keep y'all updated, honestly, when we update you on our six-month um, financial goals in season yeah. four. Mm-hmm. Um, on what I found in the meantime. Um, but I do know that somebody mentioned they walk dogs for rich people in the city. Yeah, I've heard of that as well. He said, huh, that's a good one. Like, especially around like Central Park area. Yeah. I, now, now then again, part of me just imagines myself getting ran over by the dogs and them walking me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Low key, now I think about it. I might get you a big dog. Now I'm going to start pulling. 
<laughs> he got a little bit of oomph to him. I'm not a big, I, I'm not a big girl. We have to fight. To death. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see about that one. Um, and it's getting cold too. There's a snowstorm on the way. <sighs> so I'll find a good winter alternative for all of my East coast girlies. Yeah. Um, for me, a good East Coast alternative, honestly, all over the country, is babysitting. Care.com. Y'all know, if y'all if y'all tapped into side hustles um, in your 20s, I was at my lowest point. I did not know how I was going to pay, afford my rent. I didn't, I was, I was, I was like, okay, how to sell feet pics. Like, it was very, you know, it was that bad. Not the only fans, that part. You know, then the ends that be like, hey, I'll pay you $500 right now. I'll be your sugar daddy. Uh-huh. I was like, "What is Ben really talking about? What's <laughs> talking about? What are you, like, what what are the terms and conditions? What are the terms? Do you need a PayPal? Do you need a- <laughs> can I catch up five dollars so I can so I know it's real? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it was that bad. One just for fun. This was not even what I needed. Like I really was chilling. I I just wanted to see if he was really about it. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Send your cash out. Send your cash out." So I sent my cash out just to see if he was. BSing, mm-hmm. not a lick, and then account deleted. I said, "See, uh, see, right. you got me, got but me." Like, what did he gain from that? Uh, that's not nah, honest. That's a good question. That's he mad been, weird. He had been in my DMs talking to himself for months, so I said, <laughs> "Oh, you, <laughs> you really better send me something, sir." He committed. You, that's what you thought. He committed. I said, "You must have a timer to send me a DM every week." And the Click. second I replied back, you ain't got it. Now maybe what are we doing? Not to him first. Maybe he was booked and busy, but yes. But the side hustle is babysitting. Um, I'm a huge advocate of babysitting. Um, yeah, I have about three or four families that I not consistently. The thing is, this, this is not a consistent gig unless like you want to become a nanny. That's like a eight mm-hmm. to six type of nanny. That's what I was in June, June and July before my first big girl job. So that that, that it's a good good between gig, you know. Um, but these parents can kind of be demanding. So you definitely need to set your terms and conditions and rates because some of these kids is bad. Granted, I haven't had no bad kids, but there there definitely could be some. And especially with new parents, I babysat for a new parent. She gave me hour by hour instructions. I said, well, at least I know I need what I need to do. But dang, like, can they just watch Coco Melon? No, they didn't watch TV the whole day. I said, I got to interact with these kids all day. It was nine to six. I got paid real good, and that's how I paid for my Christmas presents for my sisters. But dang, mm. mm-hmm. what about well, you? She talking about some? Yeah, you put you put the uh, the desitin right here, put into their booty holes. I said, I just met these babies. That's above my pay grade. Like, she was like, so I'm gonna do one twenty, you do the other. So you just do this, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Brother, that was a liar. I said, okay, white baby. True. No, I ain't gonna lie though. If I was a girl, I would be working that uh that uh babysit money. Absolutely. Yeah. Even the nanny money too. If you if you need a place to stay, live in I got a friend who like moved to moved to like San Francisco, like as a nanny, like with this family. She can pay good too. They pay yeah. you good. They pay you real good. And if you can cook, be a live-in chef. I was a cook too. Listen, that's another financial goal. I want to have a chef one day. That would be 
That would be phenomenal. Uh, I want to, I want to, I want to, um, like a bi weekly cleaner. That's my goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like cleaning. Honestly, like, I have, I'm basically, when I, I'm about to clean after this episode, now I'm pretending like I'm a maid so that when I come back from my vacation, I can be like, the maid did so good. Like, I'm, you know, put, yeah. you your maid outfit on like you always do. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, oh no, I was gonna say my 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 side hustle is really not fair because it's honestly uh it's DJing. So it's like it, oh okay it's been very nice to me. So that's uh I don't wanna tell people I don't wanna tell people to start DJing. There's already enough of us. <laughs> <laughs> but the other ones is trash. They ain't really playing with me, honestly. Like it's this that's it's, what I'm talking about. Stuff. That's what's up. Cause listen, I get the first to be like, nah, that DJ didn't miss that right. I know you for sure. <laughs> I know you be doing that right. Because some DJs deserve their DJ credentials taken. Taken, revoked. Why are we missing Waka Flocka and Taylor Swift? Please. No Let's do something different. And look, I'll down this hill. I feel like uh, if you started DJing in college and you lived in Texas, I feel like the, the DJs in Texas are just like, or the college DJs I see. are like on another level. Because every single dude that I know who's like left, like they really kind of, they really started popping. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it was harder where we were at because there was a lot of good competition, but yeah. DJing's my side hustle. Stay less. I will be DJing for all of my occasions I have. Um, I'll be like, DJ Darrow, I need you over here. I need something mixed. <laughs> I got it. It's good. Um, but let's go ahead and get into what are some good examples of money managed goals for the new year? It could be something that you actually are planning for yourself or just an example. Um, Faith, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, I think I talked about this earlier in the pod, but I want to make quarterly goals. I feel like yearly goals, I have no clue what my 2022 January goal was for December. No clue. So I feel like quarterly goals are a bit easily, a bit more digestible. And because in work, I work with quarters, it just makes sense. Like, okay, the quarter's coming to an end. What were our quarterly goals and did we get there? And if we didn't, how can we do better next quarter? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's really that's really uh, my cor- my yearly goals. What about you, mom? Um, for me, it's to analyze how much I'm spending on miscellaneous stuff and slowly cut down on that. So, I like, see. I want to look at okay, I'm spending X amount each month on fast food purchases or just eating out. Like, can I reduce that by about twenty dollars next month? And start, start small by just like doing increments because for me it's just very hard for me to quit bad habits by doing them cold turkey mm-hmm. like i feel like like i'm a cigarette addict in them ads remember them, them old ads yeah the little, 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 little net a little thing in her neck <laughs> she'd be like wow, i smoked for 30 years like i have to like i have to like microdose cool. it i can't just go cold turkey yeah but I think that's the first step because I I do want to treat myself, but also I have a tendency to just start treating myself for every little thing. Everything. And that's, that, that really stems from me feeling like if I accomplish something and I'm proud of myself, oh, you got to go get something for, for that. You worked so hard on this project. You need a snack. You need, you need a fun drink. But that is, I feel like that's okay. Like I, now we're thinking, I'm thinking like you're saying like, oh, I need to go get like a pair of like beets. You know, like I feel like it's a drink. That's solid. But the thing is, is that that starts adding up when I want to reward myself for everything I do. Oh, okay. Okay. 
You know, okay. like it's a, it's an internal mental shift I have to make, which I will start with me cutting back on. You know, you don't got to reward yourself for sending off every email for what? That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Odaro? Uh, I would say my big my big uh, money goal next year is to to DJ like more consistently because for the most part, ever since I've moved to St. Louis, I've only just like gone back to Texas to DJ weddings which it's just exhausting. You know what I mean? So like, I kind of just spread everything out, but this next year I'm hoping to, to like DJ at like bars and clubs a little bit more often, just so I can have a little bit more of like a consistent, like extra stream of income, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just like waiting on like this big lump sum, like once every other month or once a month, you know? So that's, that's my big money goal this next year. I see. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that was good. I feel like we just gave y'all some gems, low-key. That part. And I'm so glad we had Odaro on. Granted, I've never met Odaro, uh, but this is our first time meeting, per usual, with all the guests. And this is good. Like, you really gave some gems. As you were saying, like, I was typing some down. You know, I'd be like, oh, this would be a good for a, for infographic on the on the, on the the story or on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Insta. So thank you so much. This was great. Um, but we do have some calls from, a, a call from the request line. Um, we're not going to be able to answer them for the next probably like month, but if you have any questions, dilemmas, you know, y'all save my life. That's intense, but, um, go to the link tree, <laughs> go to the link tree and ask or put your question or your thought or comment in, um, the link tree anonymous link. And we don't, we don't know who it's from, but we love when y'all send it. So send it over, please. But, um, moms, you want to read it and then we can get into it. Yes. So we got a call from the request line that said, I know you guys talk about having something to look forward to, but I'm struggling with looking forward to so much stuff that I'm not living in the moment. How do you balance that? Um, I can start off yeah. by just saying that um, I I kind of feel your pain because for me, my life is run by things I can look forward to. And sometimes you can put that in overdrive and it almost becomes addicting. Yeah. Like, okay, like you're kind of overdoing it. I would say start by looking at your plate and thinking, do I really want to do this or is it just getting me through the week? And from there, decide, can this be cut? Because I think your time is precious. And if you're spending time on stuff just because it gets you, you have something in your calendar that you can check off, it's not really doing you any justice, honestly. Yeah. I would say look at what's bringing you value. Look at what's making you money. What's making you happy. Yeah. If it don't really fall into them categories, I don't think it needs to be a part of your schedule anymore. Yeah, huge facts. For me, like, like I will literally be having so much fun with my friends and then I'll be overthinking and overanalyzing and I just forget to live in the moment. And I'm thinking about future things that I need to do, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, like, I feel like it was just a really big learning curve because it wasn't like a day or a thing I'm saying, today I'm going to stop, you know, I'm going to stop not living in the moment. It was just a gradual, like, life is so precious. Why am I not enjoying this current moment with these people or with this thing that I'm doing? Stop. Just stop. Like, it it wasn't a day or two days or a month. It was just just kind of changing the way I think. And, like, and yeah. Point, something that actually helped me I think I mentioned this on the last episode I started doing gratitude journaling like mm. every morning and writing down like three things I'm grateful for in the past day or like week 
And that helps a lot because it makes me, even though I'm not necessarily living in the moment, I'm appreciating the moments that happened. I see. Which I think they're they're, they're almost cousins, honestly. And Mm -hmm. for me, if I'm remembering what I'm thankful for every morning, it makes me even that more thankful during the day because I started my morning off with that. So it kind of like, it primes my mindset for the rest of the day. Absolutely. That's something that helps me to... and yeah, I guess also just remembering that like you'll never be this young right now. Young, hot, and single, or young, hot, and fit. Like just just make a good hot and living, breathing, young, hot and breathing. Okay, not on the defibrillator or what's those things? The big, big, you know. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Up the nose, yeah. Up the nose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just um, be appreciative for what you do have. Yeah. And also, mm, I don't know if this is kind of counterintuitive, but also like for me, taking pictures has been something that stopped me from living in the moment. And like, I'm so worried about, oh, I got to get the perfect picture right now that I like, I'm, I'm like not appreciating what's actually happening. So I've tried to stop doing that. But also at the same time, pictures looking back makes me appreciate that moment. So it's kind of a weird dilemma I'm kind of going through. But I would say figure out if like taking pictures makes you feel more appreciative of the moment or it makes you feel like you're not really living in the moment. And then from there, decide, do I need to take more pictures? Do I need to build a photo album of like all my favorite memories? Find the perfection and imperfection. I don't I I really don't need the perfect picture. Like I was I was listening to the entry level pod and she was saying that like she looks forward to doing her monthly dumps or like weekly dumps of photos on her thing because she's like, I look back or like, you know how Arlinda does the monthly videos? Like she does that too. Like she looks back and she's like, wow, like I did do that in March. That was so great. I love seeing the friends that I saw. I love doing the things, eating that food, you know, just figure out what makes you happy with memories Mm -hmm. because they really help. It really does help for real. can I, am I supposed to respond? I'm gonna respond. Yeah. I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say this is one of this has been one of the benefits of corporate America. Uh, there's other things that it's a it's caused trauma in my life. But one of the benefits of corporate America is I feel like I've learned how to plan better for my life. And mm-hmm. and I would say that you know for whoever it is asking this, I would just say spend time or like allocate time to planning. You know, like every Friday afternoon on my work calendar, like I just have calendar set Mm -hmm. there so like I can like actually go through my calendar for the next week and think about like the things that I have and prepare for them because like now that I know that on Friday afternoons or I have other times like allocated to like plan for things it allows me to like stay inside of the moment because I know I have time like set for it rather than it just being like this one-off thing or it's like the day before or a couple of days before and then it's like you start getting anxious or whatnot so I would just say you know set time to plan for the future and then just you know, just live in the moment. That's that's all I would really Huge facts. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so let's go ahead and head into our affirmation of the week. So this week's affirmation is that I am open to receiving money. Each day I get closer to financial freedom. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I'm about to say that one a couple times. That part. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But um, shoot us any messages that you guys have or any follow-up questions that you guys have about money management. Um, we're also going to tag Odaro on all of our posts so you guys can see him as well if he's open to any questions. <laughs> you know, pay for his services, okay? We support black businesses. Okay. Yeah, Period. Um, but let's go ahead and head into our why would you say that. Faith, I know Twitter been Twitter been Twittering this month, this week, this yeah. today. 
And it's looking like Twitter might get shut down because of Elon Musk. So oh, where are you going to get her? Why would you say that's from? I don't know, moms. It's crazy. Elon crazy. is rocking the boat. Tuh, Aaliyah, for real. Yeah. But um, uh, this is one that I, like, this was from early in November. Um, but basically, when Drake released his album, um, there was an Amish person that said, she will rally the Amish against Drake if he speaks on Megan the Stallion again following Circle Local con- controversy. And this somebody quote retweeted and it said, them really not the type of problems you want. Imagine getting jumped and you hear somebody scream, Jedediah, get the musket. What? That's good. Crazy. That's good. The musket? Oh, I'm running. I'm scared. Shivering in my timbers for real. Okay. What about you? That's scary because I've seen Amish when I lived in Virginia, and that was scary. Yeah. And when I would visit my grandparents and stuff, and we'd go, like, to my dad's side in Pennsylvania, I'd be like, there's real-life Amish people here. <laughs> I used to be so intrigued. Like, they would ride on the on the street in carriages. Whoa. Part of me was like, take it for a spin, bro. Like, he got that new horse. <laughs> New horse is crazy. Horse, put some fresh gas in the tank, fresh carrot in the mouth. Like that's crazy. Please, I'm. Um, a- <laughs> I, okay. I'm calling. I'm currently going through all of my out of pocket stuff I liked for this month. Oh, I some, of were, some of them were just so bad that I was like, I can't even think to put this on the internet. Um. <laughs> Someone said, "If Twitter shuts down, catch me in the town square shouting, hear ye, hear ye.'" <laughs> Which Bro. is crazy because I don't know what I'm gonna do when Twitter shut down. I, um, I don't either. Let me see what my likes are looking like. Oh, Dara, you got something for us? No, nah, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> I'm really scared. I don't want to get canceled, y'all. I'd be, I'd be afraid. Oh wait, wait! Someone yeah. said, if "I die." All my boys got permission to say on the on my dead homie, and then lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that. Yeah, that's funny. Because my my friends for sure got permission. I'm not rolling over in no grave. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Oh my goodness. Um. Somebody said, I'll fight in church before I fight at the airport. God will forgive me, but Delta will not. Mm, you got to put Southwest will we'll, we'll kick you out in a jiffy. Quickly, too. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Wait, 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 wait. This one say, the worst is when a chick cuts you off after the first F up. Oh, strict ass, serious ass, Judge Judy ass. <laughs> Bro, you got about one time. <laughs> oh, that is an Asian. Very much that. That's that's what you want. Hey, people in the comments who Denasia's giving two chances to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoever you want to show yourself. Because <laughs> a few of them, few of y'all got more than two. So consider yourself. <laughs> Listen, uh, and the thing is, I was gonna put this in the story, and I probably am. Who's spinning the block during the ho- these holidays? Are we spinning the block when we go home? It's cold. Bro, what do you mean spin the block? The oh, like like go back to an old fling. Oh, I'm a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jesus. I don't know. I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. What are they talking about? <laughs> spin the block? I don't know about 
I found someone to park the first time, so I don't even know why I had to. Hey. I don't even know I had to spin it. <laughs> hey, if you found somewhere on the street to park, keep your yeah. car there for the holiday season. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I heard this. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard "I See You" by Coco Jones. Um, I don't know if y'all heard that song. What man? Now I'm gonna have to spin the block because I heard that. Um, it made me want to like feel pain again. You know what I mean? I might need to hit oh, hit an X. You know. Yeah, no, nah, I'm serious. Is this new Drake album too? Some of them songs have me what? You spin about you literally? Nah, yeah. crazy. No. So it depends. It depends. Nah, I, I think I actually now now thinking about it. Whenever I go back home for Christmas, uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'll probably see a couple of people. You know what I mean? See how their lives are going. Um, okay. Tell them about my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice way to word it. God, we will not be spinning the block. We will not be spinning no block. No, no spinning the block. Uh uh-uh. uh. I got gotcha. you. Dr. Umar, we support black men. That part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. I don't really want to be like messing with women's emotions. You know, I don't be playing games like that. You know, I'm just a stand up man. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Thank hey, you. Hey, that's better than some of them on Twitter because I, I've been I looking at tweets like, ain't no way. <laughs> You're just openly admitting that. No way. Like, I, See, they got to take some of that stuff to the grave. I ain't admitting that. Digital nothing. footprint is real. Not everything needs to be shared. Not everything needs to be a tweet. I just think of like me coming into work one day or like an interview or something, and all I see on the screen is my tweets. And they're like, what does this mean? I'm going to start lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was hacked on, on 11 18. Oh. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know how to lie, bro. I'm what? That wasn't me. I didn't do that. Wow. Like, hey, I don't know who that. I don't know who did that. That's that's against my character. Okay. Bro, that's not my even wife can't, ganger. Let, me, let me stop. If my wife and my girlfriend try to show me screenshots, I'm look at her like she crazy. I'm like, wait, 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 that. my wife and my girlfriend? Crazy. I said not. I said wife or don't don't do me like that. No, nah, the nation's trying to get me canceled, bro. Why are you? Ah, y'all trying to, you see? See if I heard correctly. No. Y'all trying to get me in trouble. No, I said wife and or girlfriend. And or? No, I said or. I said or. Oh, no. Now it's gaslighting us. And all the track back. Run it, back. Gaslight? Gaslight? Yo, no. (laughs) Wow. This has been a great episode, a great finale. Yes. Thank you so much, Odara. We appreciate you coming on. Are also our first male guest of the season. Mm-hmm. First and last. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, meant, I meant first and last of this season. We might even have you return. You might be our first recurring character. Yeah, this was good. If the girlies really like eat eat this content up, then hey. Oh yeah, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, wait. Um at Odara Sweeney on Instagram. Uh, okay. you. We yeah, wherever you Wherever y'all at, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I wasn't even. <laughs> He's on the road, okay? He's driving right now, going to speed limit. No, no, at work, we, we, we have a lot of conferences, so I'd be in different cities, you know? So it's just uh, oh. sometimes it'd be easy, you know, to just see somebody, to network. That's all. That's the only reason why I'm doing it, and networking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're really good with words is what I've been realizing. I'm really good with words. I know. 
He said, who's trying to get flued out? <laughs> no, no, no. We're in a recession. We're in a recession. You better get on that bus. You better get on that right now. Sick. <laughs> on the Flix bus is crazy. Sick. You better get on that Greyhound. Oh, my gosh. All right. Get on the bus. We just talked about money management. Incriminating <laughs> myself. But, but if you listen to this long, thank you so much for listening. We I'm, are so grateful that people actually even listen to us talk. This is amazing because we love to talk. Okay. Um, and we'll see y'all on season four. Yeah, we'll see y'all next year. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.